attention patients of Sacred Heart Hospital. This is your chief of sleep medicine coming at you uh, from uh, Sacred Heart. It's, see, it's not like the office. I can't say from Scranton. It's like Scrubs is from a nondescript uh, place. It's supposed to be like middle America. Listen, I'm still working on it. We're only on episode six tonight, which is my bad of season one. And I had the thought just now, um, you know, I am on, I am deep in a couple of niches of TikTok. I am deep in the office TikTok for one thing, Star Wars TikTok, cartel TikTok, which has been a recent one. But uh, I see so little scrubs on TikTok, which is kind of a shame. So maybe the way to help spread the word of my podcast is to do more scrubs content. That is an interesting angle that I'm only just putting together right now. But none of that's relevant, because right now, it's all about scrubs, my dulcet tones to help you fall asleep in the next uh, 20-ish minutes, because that is what we're all about here at Scrubs ASMR, is helping you relax and fall asleep with the comfort of an amazing television show and characters that we all know and love. I would like, and this is something to remember tomorrow, I don't want you to do it right now, this is all about not having your phone out, but let me know what you think of the podcast, I I have this feeling that because Scrubs is a much more sitcom, uh, much more traditional sitcom, it doesn't, I feel like the podcast doesn't translate as well to, as The Office did, The Office, there's a lot of slow moments, I can do a lot of descriptors, but Scrubs is so quick, uh, I guess I, you know, I hadn't really thought of it because I hadn't revisited it in a while, but especially compared to The Office, The Office is kind of slow-paced and there's a lot of downtime and it's really showing real life where Scrubs is just like bang, 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 joke. Um, it's not at the rapid fire of joke like 30 Rock, but it's pretty quick. And so, um, you know, tomorrow, if you remember, shoot me a, shoot me a tweet or... Um, you know, you can leave it in the feedback in the DMs of, uh, or you can leave it in the feedback of the Apple podcast thing. But for right now, the only reason I want you to be looking at your phone is to set your sleep timer, uh, in your podcast app of choice. You can set it for the end of the episode or for a certain time frame. And, uh, let's get into season one, episode six, my bad. One of the things, maybe Scrubs TikTok doesn't really exist because it's not on Netflix. I think that was a huge, a huge uh, change in the relevance of Scrubs is when it left Netflix a few years ago. We start off with JD with uh, inspecting an older man's mouth. Everybody say, ah, oh, ah, uh, oh. Excuse me. Now we have Ted informing Dr. Cox that his suspension was effective immediately. Just the messenger. Your long-term job status will be decided at a board meeting. I cannot bend on this. Do not step foot on the premises. That works for me, says Ted. 
Dr. Cox, working without pay. Oh, this is the episode where we meet Jordan. Look at that. What do you think? Bypass or stint? Whoa. Or stint. All on my own. No, I know. I'm no Superman. Oop, I don't want to whistle. Ooh, I hope that didn't wake anybody up. It's too early in the episode. Otherwise, I'd cut that out. GD says, look, long hours, constant stress, dealing with death. The average intern has to disimpact 15 bowels a week. The sacred oath is we never made fun of e make fun of each other. And Elias says, oh, you've touched a hiney. Doctor, uh, take over for him. Hee <laughs> hee. And it's Halloween time there. Now we have Kelso pulling JD in for uh, a very special patient. The board member almost fainted. Dr. Weisenheimer, how was your ski trip? So now we have Kelso and JD just rolling down the hospital hallway here. It looks like he changed his shirt since the opening an 80-year-old grouchy, pretentious, smoking hot, bitty, diddy. I think he says diddy. Who do you love the most? You, JD. Sweetheart. Oh, hey, sweetheart. Who's going to be looking after Dr. Dorian? Rahul. Feisty Jordan. The jaw. We have a man with his jaw wired shut. Oh, that was... I never noticed right there, Elliot. She says, sorry. In a very Canadian way. Doctor, what kind of doctor are you? Head. Shrink. You're a shrink. I can't imagine picking psychiatry. Elliot says therapy is for people with more money than problems. Then again, did anyone page a nurse? And he says it looks like his eyes are screaming. Where was I? I think this is the only scene we get inside of Carla's place. Now I'm going to move on it. He needs to get up to feed about now. Why can't we stay at my place? Oh, there's a show. Music. Dancing. Potentially singing. Can you do me and Mrs. Jones? What does she look like? Carla says, look, I can't spend a night away from my mother. She's frail. Uh, and then she runs in with a broom. Put the cane down. Tell her to put the cane down. I need a place to crash. 
she speaks English. You don't speak Spanish. Hola. That would put the cane down. Jordan. Jordan fixing her makeup in the mirror. And just like, look. My father died 20 years ago. I'm the board member. Jordan is unimpressed with GD. I was five 20 years ago. Listen, RJ. You seem like a nice... Oh, beast of a mother's pseudo-concern. Close the blinds, wash off your 8th grade dance cologne, and I'll need lemon wedges. This is another good example of a character that is so completely, uh, f like, formed from the beginning. And, yeah, all the characters kind of evolve over time. But in the same way, like, when you watch season one of Parks and Rec, the characters are almost unrecognizable in later seasons because there's such a drastic change even just in season two but scrubs it's like so well formed uh and now we're back elliot is like really connecting with the shrink patient and it's like pain pill i don't even like to take aspirin Dr. Cox rocking a pretty sweet white tee and light wash jeans here. As Kelsey's like, look, if you're a doctor on a cruise trip, ships, you go all over the world. Enjoy this while you can, Bobby. The only person you'll have left to contend with around here will be yourself. Now, Dr. Cox is still rocking that, like, medium, that medium haircut. Look at you with your stiff upper lip. I'm going to miss that the most. Your boat gently down the stream. And then Cox catches a glimpse of JD in the window. Hey, what are you looking at? I like your shirt. It's a white t-shirt. Not impressed. Now we're back in the cafeteria. Elliot's like, oh, I'm in such a good mood. Turk and Carla are like, hey, no. Blah, something, something. A little something. Elliot's in a much better place. Do I look different? What kind of shirt is that? Turk's like, come on, my apartment tonight, I'll think about it. Turk's like, look, you look different, feel good. That's what happens when you see a shrink. My patient happens to be a therapist. Oh, and the only, I never caught that, the only food that Turk is carrying is a single piece of cake. That's funny. There's a shot here of the janitor. It's like, is there anybody up there? It's cold. 
J.D. catches him. I'm frightened. Just keep moving. And then they, neither of them acknowledge it as they walk out of the door. Mrs. Sullivan, come on in. Come in the room, not in the bathroom. Are you even a real doctor? And she's packing up her luggage. Losing interest. Why are you dressed? Gosh, Huckleberry. Let's go down to the river and raise frogs. Listen, you spoiled posse chore of a woman. What? You're like, you're in now. Go for it. Put your gown back on. Get back in bed and shut the hell up. Jordan says, no one talks to me that way. Get used to it, Missy. And she starts taking off her clothes. You can wait until I'm gone to put your gown on. She says, take off your pants. Oh. Now we got Turk and Carla in the apartment on the couch. I'm glad you're here. He had like a little bit of holiday. You can ignore that clicking. Got a little bit of holiday uh, decoration going on there. She's like, Loki, we already slept together. You want to hear it? Me and Mrs. Mrs. Jones. More than going on. JD says the beginning of our relationship is about control, dependence, or timing. Derek is on the phone. Carla's mother broke her leg. Hey, Dr. Cox, have you, and he says, you, my ex-wife, and there's a great shot of, like, everybody that says, surprise, and the janitor says, you putts, oh, that's a great one, hello, Jordan, Perry, you never heard that, don't look her in the eyes, newbie, she'll steal your soul. Dr. Cox. Oh, I never really registered that. Dr. Cox wears his his watch uh, on the inner wrist versus the outer wrist. Four, three, two. I've been in my car on the way to the big party. Er. Poor Dr. Cox. I gotta get out of here. The anger can be passed on to whoever's closest. Not now. Ooh. And Carla is going to carry it right to Turk. This is all your fault. Turk passes it to Elliot. That's why they call it your problems. Ooh, Elliot tosses a coffee at the janitor and then 
gets it right on GD. Happy Halloween. Don't spy on people during their alone time. Oh, there's somebody who walks by with a clown wig. Miss Sullivan. Uh, we're way past Miss Sullivan. Jordan. We don't. We shouldn't see each other again. Story of Jordan's life. I get hurt. not fair that just because of him I don't get the, and she just breaks she's like oh see a DJ I got a date Jinky's like oh she took that pretty well that's one of the early shots we see of the door that we end up seeing a lot to get in and out of the hospital we get Elliot on the phone with her parents Or her mother, sorry. I don't have short hair. I know short hair gives me pig face. And then you see Turk is like, oh, that's why. She's like, oh. okay, Linus, you're way too excited. Take a time out. Carla's mom is going to be fine. Your ex-wife is the answer. Things that ruined my life. Things that took half my money. Things with sharp edges. Look, she's on the board. She can save your job. No. No. Fine, I'll ask her. And then he burns him chars them pretty good and now we have Carla's mom asleep she just wouldn't shut up this is a great scene with Carla and Cox Carla's like look you made me leave her alone she would have gotten hurt if you were there or not she fell in the shower Unless you two have a disturbing relationship, you're full of crap. Ooh, you may scare everybody else with those crazy eyes, but you don't scare me. You're never happy unless you're here. And this is the first time that you really see the close relationship between Carla and Dr. Cox. There's like a lot of respect there. Crazy eyes. Blow, blow. We have Dr. Kelso here. Laughing right at JD's face. He can get... This guy's gonna need 30 MEQs of KCL. Your man Cox is the best. All the innovators do. Am I right? Jimmy Walker. Kelso says, who are you? Or the problem at hand, which is Jordan coming out of the elevator. Looking sharp in a, in like a women's suit. 
Jordan, I use this line. I don't ever tell anybody this, but like I do use that a lot. She's like, I nothing you. I think we both know that's not completely true. You're terrified, the good Dr. Cox. If you'd have sex with me in front of him, you would. Powerful woman. You remind me of him when he was younger. He probably means a little to you, too. Will you help him? Sweetie, no. Turk, now in the break room with Elliot. I went to therapy once. 93 to 94. And then I went to group. Which was a disaster. And it was... He's saying, you know, it was the first time away from home. Everything was piling up. No matter how embarrassing. It always helps to talk to someone neutral. I am now in a healthy relationship with a beautiful woman. Who won't sleep at my house because she thinks I broke her mom's leg. And Carla says, oh, hey, baby. How long? How long have you been back there? And Carla says, look, my mother's here. So I'll be spending the night with you. As long as we leave right now. Elliot's like, go. Me and Mrs. Mrs. Jones. Mrs. Jones, Mrs. Jones. I think Elliot looks better in the, in the doctor coat in later seasons. I can't really figure out which, uh, which color looks best on her in the scrubs. And then Dr. Cox, I am bulletproof. No hard feelings, huh, Ted? Catch you on the flip side. Kelso says you're making a big mistake. I say yawn because when I actually yawn, you don't get it. Jordan to Dr. Kelso. See you in hell. And then... JD is observing. Yeah, like Cox and Jordan chit-chat with each other. She says, look, I did it because the thought of you rotting here is more fun than tipping the valet with your alimony check. This is, like, the dynamic between the two of them is established so early. I'll toss you a sympathy throw down any time. Every ending leads to new complications. She blows a kiss at JD and Dr. Cox. Now we get Carla asleep on Turk's chest, trying to change the channel on TV, and Elliot coming out of the therapist's office that was her former patient. Oh, this is a great song. To the world, everyone knows. Oh, because you got B-roll of Dr. Cox looking at wedding pictures. Meant to be, not meant to you, and you're not meant for me. Here's to our problems, and here's to our light. And you got shots of uh, 
Jordan at her wedding in the good life. And of course, Jordan, the actress, is uh, married to Bill Lawrence. So she was never boring. You marry someone like your mother, then you remember you hate your mother. You asked her for help, huh, newbie? And, well, geez, Agnes, does a field hockey team know you're missing? And JD even says, like, that's the first thank you he remembers from them. Stick with the truth and you can't get hurt. And Dr. Cox says, hey, you didn't sleep with her, did you? God, no, he says. Philosophy is tricky. And that'll wrap uh, that episode. Everybody should be rested and slumberous. I will see you in the next one. Good night. Sleep tight.